Welcome to the Discover Earth podcast, where we explore the wonders of the Earth, the cosmos, and existence. This episode about nitrogen is a Big Ideas episode, which is the audio version of an article on our Big Ideas network blog. Make sure to check it out for more, as well as the Discover Earth web app at discover.earth. Let's get into it. In the last few millennia, we have made the most astonishing and unexpected discoveries. What is profound? What is mysterious? What is in the depths? As Aristotle said, wonder is the beginning of philosophy. Because it strikes you that existence is very, very strange. An incredible 50% of the nitrogen atoms in the tissue of a modern human have originated inside of an industrial machine. These atoms help form our DNA, our amino acids, and countless other things essential to life. But how did this situation come about? In the 21st century, our technology is like a life support system for our civilization. Nowhere is this phenomenon so clear as with our agriculture, where the development of one type of machine let our population boom from 1.6 to 7.6 billion people in under 100 years. The machine uses what is called the Haber process, and at first glance, it seems like a contradiction. Nitrogen is a colorless, tasteless, and odorless gas. Human beings cannot see it or smell it, and our species may have evolved that way because it makes up an overwhelming 78% of the air around us. We inhale nitrogen in every breath, alongside oxygen, which makes up 21% of our air. But unlike oxygen, we exhale nitrogen straight back out again. The contradiction is that every cell in our bodies, and the cells of every living creature, desperately needs nitrogen. Plants in particular have an insatiable need and struggle to get it. Just like someone dying of thirst while stranded in the middle of the ocean, Life on Earth is surrounded by nitrogen it can't use. Nitrogen is the seventh most abundant element in the Milky Way, and like many elements, it's formed as a residue from an exploding star. The problem is that most nitrogen atoms are tightly bonded with other nitrogen atoms using three of its seven electrons, creating what is known in chemistry as a powerful triple bond. Concepts like a triple bond in a colorless, odorless gas are pretty abstract. When we can't directly touch, hear, or see, or smell something, it's difficult to build the mental frameworks needed to understand it. What's more, I found out that it took until 1772 for human beings to discover the existence of nitrogen in the first place. Let's unpack that. Our species has existed for 350,000 years, and it took us almost our entire existence thus far to discover a gas that we inhale with every breath. But when we finally did work out the concept of nitrogen and its triple bond, we conquered the Earth. Chemically speaking, a triple bond is formidable. Almost no cell can break it to reuse the nitrogen for other things, and that's why we always exhale it. For it to be used by life, the bond must be severed. Very early in Earth's history, the only way to do this was pure chance. When the bolts of a lightning storm seared through the air, sometimes the nitrogen molecules in the air would be cleaved in two. During this period in time, uh, life was basic. Only tiny organisms could survive with so little severed nitrogen available. 
After millions of years, some bacteria evolved to produce chemicals that broke down nitrogen in the air in a more subdued way. They eventually evolved a partnership with many plant species who grew nodules in their root systems specifically to house these bacterial colonies. With this relationship, plants on land could slowly but regularly draw nitrogen from the air and soil and convert it into a usable form. Animals that ate the plants would inherit these compounds and be able to use them. When triple bond is broken, nitrogen reforms into molecules like ammonium, ammonia, nitrite, and nitrate. These compounds are usable for life, which is known as being bioavailable. With this partnership, plants and animals seem to have sorted out the nitrogen issue. Life blossomed from tiny single cells to complete ecosystems like jungles, swamps, grasslands, and forests. But there was another problem. When it rains, plants and animals receive the water that they need to survive. But all of these bioavailable nitrogen compounds dissolve super easily in water. So every time it rains, the hard work of the bacteria gets washed away. Almost every ecosystem on land is still limited by a bottleneck of nitrogen and does not grow as fast as it could. Maybe surprising to gardeners, but almost no wild plants grow to their full potential. For example, under perfect conditions, including a plentiful supply of nitrogen, some species of bamboo can grow to 91 centimeters, which is 36 inches per day. Most importantly for us human beings, though, Nitrogen's triple bond restricts the growth of our crops. Enter one of the most important and controversial people in the history of our species, Fritz Haber. Haber discovered that you can break nitrogen's triple bond by mixing it with natural gas and passing it across several catalysts, which are chemicals that speed up reactions, while under pressure. You end up with lots of ammonia, which is mixed in with plant fertilizer. The process was both economic and scalable. Incidentally, Haber also discovered how to make chlorine gas just in time for World War I. This may be why he's not more well known. Anyway, this was called the Haber process and it's one of the most important discoveries in our history. With ammonia in their fertilizer, our crops grew like crazy. As explained in the Wikipedia page, Haber process. Quote, the Haber process now produces 450 million tons of nitrogen fertilizer per year. 3 to 5% of the world's natural gas production is consumed in the Haber process, which is around 1 to 2% of the world's annual energy supply. In combination with pesticides, these fertilizers have quadrupled the productivity of agricultural land. End quote. Emphasis on that last part though, it's not an exaggeration to say that this discovery created the modern world as we know it. The Haber process has been called the detonator of the population explosion. The number of people on earth is now 7.8 billion as of writing and it continues to grow. We are all the product of the industrial production of food and fertilizer and this is why every cell in our body contains nitrogen once processed in a machine. But it doesn't end there. 
such a dramatic development has naturally brought side effects. Plants only absorb a portion of the ammonia in the fertilizer that we give them. As always, when it rains, the rest is washed from agricultural and residential areas into rivers, and eventually into the ocean. The unintentional introduction of so much nitrogen in these environments creates problems, usually as an enormous bloom of algae. The bloom survives until the excess of nitrogen washes away. When it dies, the huge volume of decaying plant matter absorbs all of the oxygen in the surrounding water. It makes the water unbreathable for every fish or animal that can't escape the area. And the blooms can be so large that they can be seen from space. The challenge of scarcity faced by life throughout much of its history on Earth has now been replaced by a challenge posed by its abundance. In the 21st century, our challenge is to find ways to manage the unintentional outputs of our global civilization, like our nitrogen, but without giving up its incredible advantages.